All right. It's Silence, also known as Jarrell. Jarrell, also known as Silence, whatever you want to say. Um, this is the podcast, No More Silence. Thank you for tuning in. We're starting a new song and a new series. All right. It's called The Dream. I hope you're ready. It's going to be some good stuff. Okay. We're going to be talking about my life, the dream, the change, the passion, the Christ. We're going to be talking about it all. All right, guys. So a few years ago, I decided that I was going to pursue music with all that I had. That was something different for me because I had tried a a bunch of things in life, right? I was on the basketball team. I was on varsity. I I did track. Um, I guess that's not a bunch of things. It's really only two. So I I played some sports, okay? Uh, I tried school, actually. You know, I, I, I actually put my effort in getting good grades in school. Uh, I tried playing, you know, I was in the band. Uh, I tried tennis. I did swimming lessons, you know. I tried a bunch of things and I dabbled in a bunch of things and I was pretty good at a few things. But I had never decided to pursue something with all that I had. That if I ever had free time, I would spend it doing this one thing. If I ever had time that I, I could sleep, but you know, didn't have to get up early, or even if I did have to get up early, I knew that if I put my time, my energy, my mental capacity, my, my, my emotions, everything that's part of me, everything that I do, if I could dedicate part of it, if not all of it, to one thing, it was going to be music. And so no matter what, I made sure every day I made music, okay, and now this was at least two, three year process of me making music every day, and so I met people who were similar to me, and and we we grew, and we we got better, and and, you know, then I met other people who, who could help me, and so we grew together, and we got better, and then I met more people who were better than me and and we 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 grew and 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 we got even better and so still had high expectations nowhere near where you know i'm I, i was content no not at all but but i saw that i was actually doing something and i was doing it well and that made me proud you know it was something that i was and i still am very proud of right somewhere along that process somewhere in that it was like a experience where God brought me to myself right to my senses showed me where I really was in life where the world really is what role I play 
every day and contributing to the negative state of the world, right? It's not just going on around me, but I'm contributing to it. God showed me the decisions that I made for the sake of music, how they were hurting my daughter, how they were hurting my daughter's mother, who's my my girlfriend, how they were hurting my relationship with my family, with my friends. But I considered it worth it because I, I knew that one day this would give me enough money to support all of those things that I had somehow neglected during my pursuit of, of music. But that wasn't even the most important thing. What God showed me was that all of these things are a result of one thing, and that is sin. You see, sin had taken control of my relationships with people, my relationship with myself, and more importantly, my relationship with God. Sin is powerful. It can blind you and make you think that your pursuit of something is noble. It doesn't matter what you're, what you're neglecting. Those are just sacrifices that you make because what you're doing is noble. Sin will make you think that your fear of pursuing anything with all your heart is also noble because you see how it corrupts other people. But sin is still in you because God does not give a spirit of fear. And that spirit of fear will leave you in a place that's no different from the opposite end, right? The first person that I was talking about. Sin is what causes people to think that they're better or more valuable than someone else and so they can freely oppress them. Whether that's by because of race, whether that's because of, of position, right? A CEO oppressing his employees or or a man oppressing a woman or, or, or whatever the case is. That is a result of sin. And how can a man or better yet, how can an entire generation full of sin expect anything from God? I mean, what a question, right? How can I ask that? I mean, God made us. He created us, supposedly. He's supposed to be this good, all-powerful God. So either he doesn't exist or he, he wants nothing to do with us, right? Or, or he's just, he's just, he just has his back turned towards us, right? I mean, is sin that powerful that this is the condition of the world? You don't have to look far. You don't have to look at, at the other country or the other side of the world to see the effects of sin. You can look in your own backyard. Look at the leader of your nation. You think that that's not a result 
of sin. <laughs> Look at the leader of your generation. Look at the leader of your own personal life. What are the results of it? Seems everywhere you look, someone's life is in more ruins. And we think that somehow it's God's fault. Is sin this powerful that it would change our perception of God so much that we think our sin and its results are his fault. But let me let me read something from the Bible to you to give you some hope. Something to hold on to with that. And Revelation, right? That's the last book of the Bible. It talks about the end times, some current times and some past times and, and how it ties together. But it, it's something that we we look forward to because it happened already. You see, we have a hope to look forward to because of the hope of what already happened. This is this is how the Bible is written. In Revelation 12 verse 10. Revelation 12 verse 10, no S. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, The salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have now come. So, salvation, being saved from your sin. Being saved from the results and the ruining of our entire human race. This is the power of sin. And yet, salvation and the power. The power of what? Of our God. And the kingdom. The kingdom of what? Our God. And the authority. That the authority of what? His Christ. So our God and his Christ. Jesus was not just a man. He was his Christ. God's Christ. Now his salvation, his kingdom, his power, and his authority have now come. They are here with us. Victory is here. Because the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our God day and night has been thrown down. The accuser. Because we have freedom from sin and salvation, all Satan can do is accuse He'll keep bringing up what you did. He'll keep bringing up the past to hold you back and hold you down because where the power is in Christ. But Satan knows that if he can continue to accuse you and make you feel guilty, you will have no power. So take this reminder 
that the accuser has been thrown down. In Jesus, you will win. In Jesus, you will overcome. In Jesus, you will have the power to not just get rid of that sin, but to reverse its effects on your nation. God, may we see that your power and your salvation and your authority and your kingdom has already won and that Satan, our accuser, has been thrown down. Help us believe that. Help us see that. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys. That was episode one of The Dream. I'm going to talk a little bit more about The Dream in episode two and about how all these things tie together. But take heart. 